Bobby, what the hell are you listening to? Uh, Dad, you probably wouldn't like this. Nonsense. I like this new generation of music. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're a stupid cunt. Suck my dick. <laughs> Yeah, I think you pretty much summed it up in a matter of uh, one King of the Hill reference. Yes. Yeah. That sounds about right. That's the filthy Frank in a nutshell. But Legends of the Internet with your guide, Joe Dini. And we've got the Shane and the Alex here. No, no, it's the Piz. Oh, yeah, the (laughs) Piz. The Piz. (laughs) So what what does that make me, the O? The, the Mac. The, the Dragoon. Oh, the return too. of the Mac. Yeah, the Mac. <laughs> I'm okay with that. And uh, we got a special guest for this particular episode. Uh, you may know him as Cinema Nippon on YouTube, but I'll let him explain more. So, how you doing, Cinema? Um, doing doing well, but do I not get a the in front of, in front the of my name? Cinema. Do you want cinema. to be? The, we're going to the cinema. Yes, exactly. Isn't and that a? Isn't that a podcast? It's oh. yes. Whoa! Plug, 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 plug. <laughs> <laughs> I I am. Uh, my my name is Eli, and I'm I'm one half of the channel, uh, Cinema Nippon, where we do. I don't know. We we talk about Japanese movies, uh, whether they're like super popular or uh, kind of unknown. And that's that's pretty much what we do and sounds really cool like, yeah, I, well thank you i i specifically wanted to be on this episode though because of uh my affinity for papa franco <laughs> oh papa franco yeah that's so as i was saying before the episode is that you know sometimes when you're a fan of something but you're kind of ashamed to admit it this is one of those instances for me <laughs> well well don't worry he's ashamed of it too and yeah, he'll, well, he fully he fully admits that well, yeah, but like yeah. it's it's one of those things where it's like I've watched a lot of his like really sh- like early stuff more times than I care to admit. Like, well, we'll get into it later, but he's had a he's had a couple of instances, including um, making some pretty interesting characters as well. Oh yes, yeah. well, it was his thing. So. Mm. But anyways, we'll get we'll get into that. So. Yes. Okay. So I'm curious. Oh, oh, you're in for a wild ride, my friend. Oh, you are. You are. Especially some of his videos, which I will, uh, that I'll go over. I might even do a little bit of rapping. There's some MCD shit. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not sure if I'm ready for this. <laughs> no, trust me, no, but nobody's going to be ready. That's why I'm going to say in advance. I'm going to put, I'm going to give every of the fans, I'm going to say, okay, for all of you that know that my rapping is terrible, so I want you to grade on a scale of negative one to negative ten how bad it was. <laughs> Just to give you, better you people. recognize. <laughs> you better represent. Recognize. <laughs> I do want to start a I do want to start a rap uh, a label Dini Records, <laughs> but I'm not rapping. I'm gonna hi- I'm gonna get some other people. Well, uh, what's your What's your stage name? Even if you're just the producer, you still have to have a fancy name. That's Dini. true. Yeah, DJ Dini. The Joe. The Joe. I like oh. it because it's like it's straight to the point. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like looking at it's like man, who's that guy? You don't, know, dude. It's the Joe. <laughs> the Joe. Joe, Joe. We don't know who no. that is. It's just the Joe. Joe. The Joe. No, no, not just any Joe. The Joe. Uh, 
Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Legends moment number 257. Um, anyway. Yeah. Wait till the Joe Dini and Friends Legends episode. Oh, my uh, gosh. Oh, yes. my gosh. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. That, that's happening next season. Oh, oh no. We're going to have fun. Oh, well, I know I will. I know I will. Yeah, that makes three of us. <laughs> Me so, three. <laughs> so Wikipedia, and by the way, I don't care what Wikipedia says. As a common uh, <laughs> white, white, white guys you know skit from way back in the college days. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, just kids you know. Yeah. But no, this is from Wikipedia. So his real name is George Miller. Uh, he was born in 1992, so he's actually two years younger than me and Alex. And uh, one year uh, older than me. Yep. Huh. He was he's my age, actually. Uh, <laughs> September 18th, 1992. He was born in Osaka, Japan. He attended Canadian Academy, where he graduated in 2012. <laughs> 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 wait, wait, hold on. Wait, 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 hold on. What? What was that now? Canadian okay. Academy. Yes. Is that an actual school? Yes. Huh. In Japan? Canadian Academy is in Kobe, Japan. Oh. What the, so why is it Canadian then? <laughs> yeah, that's it's really a bootleg odd. Canadian Academy. Yeah, I was like bootleg. They got like What's a little. Boot? They got like a bad, like um, very poorly drawn maple leaf on the front. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, it's like oh, so you know the so you know the Procter and Gamble company. Procter and Gamble? Uh, yeah. uh, no. Sounds familiar. It's, yeah. It does sound familiar, but yeah. Well, they're they have a their their Asian headquarters moved to Rocco Island, which is a, a man-made island over in Kobe, Japan, um, and that's where they made the Canadian Academy. Okay. Okay. It's like when you said Procter and Gamble, all I could think of was like some weird. Uh, Little background company they have like in a Scooby Doo episode. Yeah, that's all I, that's all I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're they're a consumer goods corporation. Okay. Gotcha. So, gotcha. The, the, they they pretty much make food. Oh, uh, okay. Which kind of explains uh, his affinity for food. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> that actually explains a lot. <laughs> that explains everything. Oh God! Here we go again. <laughs> so every episode. Yeah. Uh, so not much is known about his personal life because he always maintained his privacy. Because when he was a college student in Brooklyn, New York, well, he tells people that he's a college student in Brooklyn, New York, because he doesn't want to reveal personal information for fear of not even be, uh, being able to land a job because of his show that he does. Yeah. True. Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> Like, I, I can imagine, like, somebody saying, well, Shane, I love your resume. It looks great, but uh, DDD is too nerdy for our taste. Sorry, you don't get the position. Ouch. Dang. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> your, Alex, your resume is really good, but uh, I'm a New England Patriots fan, so no, you're not getting hired. That's criminal. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> Eli, uh, your resume looks great, but uh, we love American films, so we don't like the we, – we're, we're, we're racist here. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I'll take my business somewhere else. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Uh, and he also reveals his struggles with health. Uh, he has seizures caused by an illness, which he doesn't want to reveal to people. 
Yeah, he, he uh-huh. mentioned that before in a sort of an episode where he came out of character. And like uh-huh. any time that he'd do any of his skits, he'd be on the floor acting, looking like he was acting like an idiot. He was actually having a seizure, and I didn't know that. I was like, "Whoa!" That that like, episode, um, that that video, rather that that was that was pretty real. And I think mm-hmm. he he took that down later, and you can only find it mirrored at this point. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't want to keep that up either. Yeah, I, ju- I just felt bad because it was just like, "Holy shit, dude! That's that's not good. Like, that's really not good." Mm-mm. And I don't want to make any. Uh, I don't want to take any guesses as to what exactly it is. Yeah, no. It, we'll just leave it as it is a medical condition, and that is all we need to know. So uh, Frank has a passion for music. Obviously, for those of you that have known his sort of rap songs, which we'll get into when we go over his channel in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, he expressed even before his YouTube career started, he wanted to create music and create a channel for promoting his music. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, his channel was known as Disaster Music before uh, becoming Filthy Frank. So I was going to say, in a way, Filthy Frank is sort of the way he uh, got himself over into the masses. Mm-hmm. It was a good way to do it. That's for yeah. sure. He did an interview with Pigeons and Planes, and he said, and I quote, I've always wanted to make normal music. I just started the YouTube channel to kind of bump my music. But then Filthy Frank and the Pink Guy stuff ended up getting way bigger than I thought, so I had to kind of roll with it. So I'm wondering if even in the back of his mind, he's thinking, okay, I'm only doing this because it's getting me to a certain popularity. And if I hold out just long enough, then I can use this to get even higher than normal. I don't know. Maybe he does find that. Maybe he does find his own stuff funny. I'm not totally sure. Um, But I know he doesn't find it funny anymore, which is why he stopped. Which is fine because, like, there's only – you can only do so much with something like that. You can only go with so much – Bash it insanity until it it finally starts to get stale. So like, yeah, I don't blame him for for stopping. Yeah, that kind of said the same thing with iDubs. Which, by the way, he did a collab video with iDubs where uh, iDubs dressed up in a green. Well, he was the green guy. <laughs> yeah, he he actually did a, co- a couple of things with iDubs. I mm-hmm. think I know he did yes. a lot with Max Mofo and um, How to Basic at times, but you never got to see him, of course. I think they did like four. Uh, videos together, maybe. I'm. I'm. It might only yeah. be three. <clears throat> well, there's hair cake, which he did with uh, the three guy, uh, guys. Oh that, god. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So like those, when I watched them, they were hilarious. I was. It was like being in the theater watching Jackass again, <laughs> because I was a mix between <laughs> oh, laughing man. and dry heaving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just sitting there, like, <laughs> oh god, that's so gross. <laughs> that's hilarious. And that video's got 14 million views. It's crazy, man. It's yeah. insanity. That's like his number ninth most popular video on his yeah. on his former channel, I should say. Mm-hmm. And then his number 10 is him him fighting iDubs over a boombox. And then at one point they had like a they were in like a lesbian position. And it's like, what is this? A lesbian relationship? Covering some of the characters that he's done. Is yes. When you mentioned pink guy, there is no, for me personally, there is real no good way to describe what pink guy is. Is <laughs> just, I, I'm not sure how to explain him because it's just like he's crazy. Well, I can. Okay, how do how, how do would you explain it? Well, Wikipedia says. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, I was gonna listen to Overlord Wikipedia over here. <laughs> 
Come on. Uh, but uh, Pink Guy was uh, a character made by Frank. Yes. Uh, he was basically known as his lackey. Uh, for the most part, he's an errand boy who would simply do whatever Frank ordered him to do, including buying 40 packets of instant ramen noodles to, one of, to do one of Filthy Frank's signature clips, the human ramen. He refers to uh, Filthy Frank refers to himself as Francis of the Filth. <laughs> and by the way, might we also point out that Pink Guy was the one responsible for the Harlem Shake craze? Yes. So, oh, yeah, man. Pink Guy and a couple of other people were they are the ones who started the entire thing. And like, it took me a little while to put two and two together because it was like I saw Harlem Shake and I was like, oh, this is really interesting for like all of two weeks. When I started watching Filthy Frank stuff, I was just looking at his like old, old videos, and that came up, and I'm like, wait a second. What? Hold up a second. Wait a minute. And started looking at it. I was like, holy shit, he was the one who started it. So, Which is ironic because it's not even in this top ten of most popular videos. Yeah, right? It's really weird. Yeah, if you look at like the Harlem Shake videos, I think the Miami Heat have the most views when they did theirs in 2013. Sounds about right because, I mean, it is the Miami Heat. And it's LeBron James. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron James. It's, I think people are like, wow, the king did the – I'm pretty sure people actually thought that the king was the one that really got this popular. Yeah. <laughs> not realizing that it came from a guy dressed up in a pink condom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if people understand the backstory. Like, where did this Harlem Shake come from? Well, do a little bit of research. I mean, <laughs> well, uh, that's something Irate Gamer has been doing some research. Oh yeah, I'm doing some research. How long? <laughs> Throwback. Uh, but... I found something that's guaranteed to flip some shit. <laughs> so he refers to himself as Francis of the Filth because, uh, while explaining how many influential leaders of the world try to stop him from conducting his human ramen experiment. This claim was followed by a montage of world leaders known at the time of the video's upload, like President Obama and Kim Jong-un. <laughs> <laughs> and this is because of that one ingredient crucial to getting the recipe done, a human being. Frank then revealed that the human to be subjected to that project would be him. Pink guy was shown cooking the noodles. He's not exactly known for being bright, so when he poured the cooked noodles in the bathtub, some unopened packets of noodles are still there. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, that's kind of like Pink Guy's shtick, is that, like, he's a complete subordinate, and he's not smart at all. And that, and he doesn't really form coherent sentences. And a lot of times he'll have subtitles on the bottom when he's, yeah. uh, when he's speaking uh, Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> that's a good way to describe it, actually. So we should get him for Smash, then. Pink Guy for Smash, I'm down. Pink, Pink Guy for Smash. Well, you know what's get really funny? is because, you know when a Little Max, um... Uh, like outfits, right? <laughs> I'm not sure if you remember me saying that before uh, when we were playing. I'd sometimes play Little Mac just for the shits and giggles because I don't know how to play him well. I always uh, chose the pink outfit. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to play this pink guy. <laughs> and yeah, that flew over all our heads. Yeah, you guys never realized it. <laughs> no, we had no idea. So here's the recipe for human ramen. Step one, fill the bathtub. Step two, <laughs> enter the ramen bath. Uh, step three, add seasoning. I swear to God, if he eats it, ugh. And step, step four, add vegetables. And the last step, taste it. Oh. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Does he actually get in the tub? Yeah. Actually got in, legitimately. Oh, my God. 
God. There's a bath. It was like a bathtub just full of ramen. And apparently pink guy cooked more noodles and started throwing them in the tub. Noodles <laughs> end up hitting Frank's face and pink guy off screen kept throwing the noodles, even if Frank was wincing in pain. And then Frank started opening the packets. Uh, some he opened for the seasoning to hit the broth. Others he rubbed on his skin as if he was marinating himself. Yeah. Oh no. He opened one packet of seasoning above his hairy thigh, expecting his skin oh. to absorb the flavor. Oh. And with all the packets of seasoning around in the broth as Frank is soaked in it, uh, Frank ordered Pink Guy to throw in the vegetables. And throw he did. From florets of broccoli to other greens to big stalks of leeks. The leeks were big enough to risk getting filthy Frank's glasses shattered in the tub. <laughs> Frank got caught on one of the leeks and bit it while talking on the phone as if seducing the girl on the other line to eat him as a human ramen ingredient. He's uh, all sorts of kinky. Mm -hmm. uh, he's undecided, though, about the taste of ramen or whether the human ramen experiment is a success. So he called Gordon Ramsay. I need your help. <laughs> uh, but he's also, uh, but Pink Guy's also known for his songs because he has a whole line of rap songs that he does while he uh, does cooking lessons. So one of the things he has is like Pink Guy cooks ramen and raps. And it's only like a minute long, and it's got nine million views. Wow! Yeah, I didn't realize it was uh, it was that much. Like, because you wouldn't think something like that would have so many views, but right. considering yeah. the way he makes things, it's like I don't know, man. I should I should add that uh, he's got lyrics to these. During the thing, I think Pink Guy was rapping and making ramen. So yeah, mm -hmm. he even like even at the beginning of the song, he's speaking in Japanese. Like, good morning. Today we will make ramen. Very exciting. Let's start, shall we? In <laughs> Japanese. And then he's and then he starts rapping in English, which is totally weird for him to do. But um, mm -hmm. he basically tries to tell everybody about how to eat ramen while uh, talking about masturbation and talking about pussy and all that jazz. Pretty par for the course. Yeah, like one of his one of his lyrics is "Crack it open, throw it in the pan, and let it cook, bitch." Now that's a real education. Fuck books. <laughs> <laughs> he's like. It's like 35 cents a pack, three for a dollar. Unbelievable pricing. That's the future of a blue collar worker. And I'm talking about ramen. The shit will fill you up when you're feeling like an African. Dang. Oh. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, so Man. he also cooks like stir fry, fried rice, and teriyaki. Like those are like some of his bigger like uh, pink guy wraps out there. And of course, talks about uh, saying like, "Oh, bitch, just write something on the, uh, just write something down and stick it up your own ass." I don't care. <laughs> Which I don't know why, but anyway. Yeah. Question: Some of the things he comes up with is pretty questionable. He also so filthy Frank does uh, his songs. Uh, he sounded normal to his songs. It's glimpsed into the actual singing voice. Yeah. Um, he also served as the consistent proof of Frank's claim of the filthy Frank gig is just a side gig to start promoting his music. But instead of coming out as himself with these songs, he created the Pink Guy character to distinguish an alter ego from the other musical career that he planned to launch years later. One of the songs that made Pink Guy a hit distinct from that of Filthy Frank is the song called Anal Beads. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, I for forgot about that one. <laughs> I did too, actually. In a while. Non-English speakers would hear Anal Beads as a song for the first time, not understand the lyrics, and mistake it for a ukulele-backed sweet love song. 
<laughs> but those who know what anal beads is all about, though, end up laughing so hard they wanted to sing along with it and learn the chords to the ukulele. Uh, he, he uploaded an audio clip of the full version on the in April of 2013 with the description, Pink Guy threw this together. If you're a true believer in anal beads, you would serenade people with this song. There is no download, so just rip it from YouTube. Tags. I don't know why, but I woke up this morning surrounded by 50 women, and I was like, what the fuck? But I realized I had a mullet, so it makes sense. <laughs> uh, another hit song is what we've already said in the King of the Hill skit. Shut the fuck up. It's got the most views. It's 37 million and as of uh, as of tonight, as of today. What made the song distinct from Anal Beads was the musical arrangement, which included an acoustic guitar, some synthesizers, and sick drum beats. And he mm -hmm. also rapped in it too, which I'm not, it goes into very big details. Like, I just want you to know you're a stupid fucking cunt. Go ahead and run your mouth, pussy. I don't give a fuck. Damn. Yeah. Well... <laughs> All right. What All else right. can you say? Yeah, pretty much. Like, <laughs> it speaks for itself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it actually got on Pink Guy's album called Pink Season. Pink Season. That's right. Pink Guy has an album called Pink uh, Season. Yeah, I knew he had an, uh, an album, but I don't. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I couldn't remember. But, isn't uh, isn't Pink Season the second though? Didn't he have a? Didn't he, he have two a, albums? Yeah, he thought he had two. Uh yes, it was called Pink Guy. Oh yes, oh, yeah, yes. it was it was the self title. Yeah, yes, yes. but it's it's not clickable on Wikipedia. Oh, rude. Oh, well, yeah, that's rude, dude. But hey. here's the thing about Pink Season: it actually made the U.S. Billboard. Yeah, number yeah. seventy. Yeah, that's uh, imagine that, right? Yeah, it was also on the uh, uh, Billboard's top R and B hip hop album, <laughs> number nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's it's such a beautiful way to to like go out on youtube because i know that was released towards the end of his youtube career so yeah yeah this was like yeah it was released uh back last year uh january of last year ah, that's a pretty strong legacy <laughs> <laughs> oh you're telling me so his departure from YouTube turned out to be a calculated way to retire the character because he considered himself ready to move on and do other things. Uh, I have an article from Billboard.com uh, entitled Singer-Producer Joji on his career flip from crude vile comedy to understand R&B. Now I get to do stuff that I want to hear. Uh, it was actually uh, written last December, so this is pretty recent. And by pretty recent, I mean eight months or nine months. Um, that's kind of recent. So George, uh, George Miller had been getting a lot of buzz for his contemplative trap infused R and B recorded under the name Joji. The production on his new EP in tongues creates a dark atmosphere with its artfully disjointed placement of odd samples. Acclaim has been adding up for music sites like pitchfork and pigeons and planes, but there's another reason why the Japanese Australian sad boy recently caught the media's attention. And then they go into his whole thing about how he was an internet celebrity. But his story isn't as simple as plotting out a straight trajectory from a gross-out comic to a serious musician, though. He said, I was always doing music on the side. He said, I started both at the same time. Back then, to make up for that fact, I would still make music. But funny stuff. Now I get to do stuff that I want to hear. If you 
made a word cloud of his answers during his interview with Billboard, the font of the word conflicted would be blown up to marquee status. Uh, but that makes sense. His career code switches between these two seemingly opposing worlds with ease. And Miller doesn't intend to mix these worlds. He says, I like to let listeners learn to keep the two separate because I don't want a shitty pink guy song with a bad message that I made four years ago to be like, oh, that's Joji. Oh, uh, yeah, I see it. Yeah, I get that. Uh, he specifies that Joji isn't a character like Fink, Filthy Frank and Pink Guy. He says, I guess that's the difference. Joji's just me. Uh, the yeah. mythology surrounding his comedy personas took seven years to build, and many of the in-jokes have their own wikia pages. It's true. Like it, mm. it, People call it the deepest lore for, uh, for his uh, little <laughs> adventures, shall we say. Oh, yeah, and all of his special powers, too. We didn't yeah. talk about his special powers mm -hmm. yet. Miller doesn't think his YouTube career was very rewarding. He says, that was the main thing. It wasn't challenging. And the only thing I could do was to keep upping the budget to make it bigger. And it wasn't getting anywhere. I was just losing money. And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah. So just so you know, people, even though you make millions of views, that doesn't mean you make millions of dollars. I mean, that's why they say that, you, you know, it's all about the ads. Like people have got to click on the ads to, you know, get your, um, your, YouTube monetization up. But Miller has been growing out of the brand of comedy associated with Pink Guy. He said, Pink Guy, he says, it was a humor that I started when I was in high school. So naturally, as I got older, I got tired of that humor. People's taste change, people's humor change. And for a while, he wasn't happy with his career because his lack of progress made him feel stuck. He said, I was indulging in vices and just drinking a lot. It got to the point where I was just showing up to the sets. And the PAs knew that there had to be a six-pack of beer there. So he sees the In Tongues EP as a source of relief. He said, it was not only a transition of career, but in my life too. Now I feel as if it was a rebirth and I get to start fresh and I get to leave this bad stuff behind. Um, to help with his transformation into Joji, he enlisted the help of 88 Rising, a label that seeks to expose Asian artists to Western audiences. He points out the label likes a good challenge, and when asked to elaborate, he responded, well, because they're turning a fucking joke into something serious. I'll just come out and say it. <laughs> it's not like he hasn't considered blending his two music projects. He said, I thought at one point I could take Pink Guy into a direction where it could be serious and just some of the lines could be funny, like some of, some of Donald Glover's early stuff, you know, Childish Gambino. Wow, what a character that is. He yeah, considered yeah. adapting Pink Guy into a project resembling Odd Future, the rap collective that seemingly blends silliness with profunity. But uh, Frank ended up characterizing the two music projects as completely different. He won't rap on a Joji track like he does as Pink Guy unless he's doing a special collaboration with other rappers like Nama Dick with Chinese hip-hop group Hire Brothers. Although both music projects share omnipresent triple hi-hats, Pink Guy music makes fun of trap. Uh, he says, Joji music is inspired by trap. The Joji music is conflicting music, so it's like the hard hitting of the trap, but with all the soft melodies. And that represents me as a person, too, as a conflicted person. So he's sort of the anti Enzo Amore, Alex. How you doing? Uh, the guy, yeah, the guy that says he's Italian, but he's really German. What? Yeah, yeah. There, there was a wrestler that went around thinking that he was a a, a Jersey Shore wannabe Italian. Uh -huh. He was a he was a certified gangster. I got yeah. the sauce. Yeah, it was like stupid <laughs> shit. Yeah, 
It, it was uh, pretty dumb. And so, I, I was unfamiliar with this. That's bizarre. Like, good, you don't want to. <laughs> I enough. got this. I got the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> as a uh, as a sample based producer, Frank has a knack for collecting compelling sounds that add ambient tracks to his textures to his tracks. Uh, he doesn't like using MIDI and electronic stuff. Well, that sucks. I kind of like MIDI. So I'd if rather done, if done right, it's not bad. Uh, I'd rather play an instrument and sample myself, or kick a trash can and make a bass out of that. So that's more fun to me, and it's more organic. So, I see where he's coming from. Yeah, yeah, so it's mostly just him like talking about how he likes to make music and everything. But you know, that's where he is with his life now. And when I was going through all his videos earlier, I was saying I was looking at like, wow, I can't believe uh, Papa Franku has left us. You know, this stuff is still relevant in our eyes. Because we also yeah. didn't cover what his fan base thought of it. I mean, his fan base still wants him to keep doing these videos, and he's like, I gotta get away from it. This is not good for me right now. So there's there's that obvious disconnect. Yeah, yeah, I like I totally get his uh, point of view though. That's the thing. Yeah, that that's that's one of the things that I think is uh, really interesting about George Miller, just as as a person, uh, because he's really representative of uh, this this time that we're living in now, where uh, because of like YouTube and because of the internet at large, anybody can put themselves out there and if enough people yeah. latch onto it then they can get big enough and they can do what they want completely unfiltered without any producers or anything and so even like uh you were you were just mentioning odd future too it they're kind of the same way where you look at how what what you're seeing is not like a finished product like with filthy frank or with odd future you're seeing people who are essentially kids who are just screwing around and getting attention off of it. And then when they grow up a little bit more and their tastes mature and things like that, they're like, I don't want to keep doing this. And they have a really, really hard time getting away from that. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting. It is. And the thing is, it's like, it's hard to get away from it because it's almost like, it's almost like their identity. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Because uh, specifically, like Tyler, the creator from Odd Future, is the same way. Like, if you look at some of the shit on his first couple of albums, it's it's so obvious that he's just he's basically just trying to get attention. But if you compare yeah, that to the sure. kind of music that he produces now, it's like it's night and day, you know. Well, I mean, and the fan bases get older too, and they'll probably say to themselves, "Hey, remember ten years ago we watched a guy dressed in a pink condom? Man, those were the days as a high schooler." <laughs> And then they get older, and then they they started getting more into that mature stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's bound to happen. You know, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm gonna look back on it, and be like, yeah, I remember that one time where Bobby uh, Frank had another character called Salamander Man. Yeah, <laughs> and he his signature uh, catchphrase was "Yes," that was his thing, and he played a flute out of his nose mm -hmm. very well, might I add. And there was this one. In, video in particular, uh, I was going to say, is uh, one thing I'll fondly remember, is that his friend, who also uh, dressed up in a uh, red uh, suit, named Red Dick, uh, would, he go, <laughs> went around, like, started smacking Salamander Man with a belt out in public, mm -hmm. and just, like, it was the thing where he was, like, staying in character until, like, the second smack, then he went full Filthy Frank on it, 
<laughs> like whenever he breaks character, it's it's wonderful. It's beautiful. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I'll fondly remember those things. <laughs> so there are some things from the fandom wiki about um about Filthy Frank. Here are some of the some of the diseases and disabilities that this character has gotten throughout his career of his character's career. Throat cancer. Yeah. Uh, he has been infected, which is kind of like when you see him in his videos, like when he does his uh, Japanese 101 uh, series, he's like, hey, everybody, I'm going to tell you how to do pickup lines in Japanese. Itchy Shiyu. Yeah, he, he had to tell you. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, he's got that really like gravelly like voice thing going on. That's sort of just how filthy Frank is and just uh, as a whole. Yeah. yeah. Just that, that voice. Uh, filthy Frank had gotten temporary space herpes from E.T. and had gotten sick. Like I said, man, deep as floor. Uh, he did an episode on Weeaboos. And, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, he also did a song with Weeaboos and Chris Chan is the thumbnail. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. oh. Never made any reference to Christian other than him shirtless with the Sonic Shoe medallion on. With yep, his yep. so, uh, for those of you that want a Christian reference in a, in the Your Legends episode, there you go. Yep. But that's all you're going to probably get for this whole thing. Um, so in the Weeaboo's episode, he had gotten a small airborne version of Weeabooism, which caused him to grow a neck beard. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, yes. So, as we all know, Weeaboo's have neck beards. Uh, and fedoras, apparently. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yes. That's the stereotype. <laughs> so, Papa Frank, who likes the joke about killing him, uh, killing himself, uh, yeah. or killing ourselves, he mm -hmm. had numerous attempts at killing himself while aiming a shotgun at his head. He told his friend Ethan Klein while holding a shotgun to kill him due to a diagnosis that he has received from a doctor. It was like another gag where he did, where it was like, best life hacks. Yes. It's just like this one yes. where he's just holding a shotgun to his mouth with his feet. Yes. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, this is really this is really fucked up, man. Uh, <laughs> I think it's the facial expressions also uh, like make it for me too. Yes, yes he's really good over exaggerated. At yeah, his, yeah, I like to consider him like the the really odd Japanese Jim Carrey. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. And how mm -hmm. ironic that uh, Jim Carrey is going to be playing a Japanese villain called Dr. Robotnik. Exactly. No. Wait, yeah. I thought that was a joke. Is that real? No, no that's, that's for real. That's, that's legit. a real thing. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Are you prepared? Because I'm not. Shut yes, up. shut up and but take my money. Yes. <laughs> well, that's what I said. That's what I said when I first heard the news. I said, that's so appropriate. Um, <laughs> shut up and take my money. So, uh, other than that, uh, Frank has done many disgusting and abnormal things that normal human beings would vomit over. He yeah. is the embodiment of everything bad and wrong. Um, sometimes Frank has can become an idiotic, horny, demented, and generally retarded person in just a, a, a snap of a finger. So, Frank has many abilities and powers. He has music abilities, like playing the ukulele and singing. Uh, he can also play the recorder with his nose, like Salamander Man, which we just talked about. Yeah, which I mentioned. Yeah, uh, he has some breakdance knowledge. He has also displayed some skate riding abilities. Uh, he can speak fluent English and Japanese, and some broken Spanish. He has some fighting abilities, as he was shown struggling with several beings. He has good aiming and handgun skills. 
He has managed to kill Pookie with a gun multiple times. Oh, poor uh, Pookie. The mm. weakest weapon in the Omniverse. <laughs> uh, Frank has a strong sense of smell that is used to detect entities and friends and track them between realms. It is shown that he needs the focus to use it. Uh, although he previously required his closet in order to transfer between realms, so it's kind of like the closet version of D4C. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Uh, after returning from the edge of the Omniverse and Filthy Frank versus Chin Chin video, it is revealed that he has gained an extraordinary amount of chromosomic power. <laughs> <laughs> might, might I make a quick, quick thing for anyone who doesn't know, like the whole, like the whole joke with Chin Chin, by the way. So, like Chin Chin is basically the the antagonist in his little universe, and. The joke with that is that Chin Chin is sort of a, a slang term in Japan that means penis. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, uh, a fun, that's, a, that's a fun one, if anyone yeah. didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and you know you know uh, how, what, what did you say? Basically, everybody speaks like in Banjo-Kazooie. Like, yeah, they speak yeah. Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. yeah, and whenever Chin Chin speaks, he's saying, uh, if I remember correctly, it's I, Ore wa Chin Chin Gadaiski Nandario, which... Yeah. Is, is, I, think, I, love I love penis. Yeah, it's just him saying I love penis over. Just over and over again. Yes. And they put subtitles on on that as well, too, of course. So yeah, it's basically that. I forgot about his um his little banjo yeah. kazooie thing. <laughs> like, <up there. laughs> he just except except to say that he says that is is kind of inaccurate. He pretty much just yells, I love penis. Yeah, basically. All the time. He doesn't yeah. just say it. He uh the only time he does is during these tense moments, but for the most part, he's just sh- straight up shouting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he also has become proficient at using STDs against his enemies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was shown during the fight in Juice Central. Uh, during their first fight, he was able to fight <laughs> on par with Chin Chin, who was forced to retreat to another realm because of it. So here is his techniques. Concho. Uh, oh or- god, Concho. It's an ancient technique from Japan passed down for generations, even before humans inhabited it. The user makes a finger gun with the hands by sticking the index fingers and middle fingers together and charges with them upon an opponent's ass at an unbelievable speed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is an actual legitimate thing, by the way, mind you. Yep. <laughs> it the res- actually really is. The result keeps the victim shitting on the ground, moaning in pain for at least a couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the, I just love the descriptors. <laughs> the after effect of this technique leaves the victim to never be able to shit again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this uh, North Star, just really, really raunchy. <laughs> it's a very difficult move to perform. However, Frank perfected the speed and velocity of this technique after years of practice. Missing the target of the asshole is dangerous as it can break the fingers of the user. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's great. So there's an enhanced version of Kancho called Kanchu. By giving a bloodthirsty war cry upon naming this technique, the power, speed, and effectiveness of the Kancho is increased. <laughs> it's just so great, I'm sorry. So it's kind of like the yeah. final smash if, uh, yeah. if yeah. Pink uh, Guy was yeah. able to use it. Uh, re- uh, he has another special ability called Reality Check. He throws Reality Check text boxes that brings any autistic being to reality. 
<laughs> yeah, which was in the um, I think the Weeaboo. Uh, yes. Yeah. He was going up against oh, yeah. he was going up against Weeaboo Jones, and he used reality check. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. He's got smoke transportation. Uh, real Frank uses smoke to transport between realms, possibly by the use of blunts to yeah, proceed that's, the process. It's kind, of, it's kind of the implication. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got laser beams. He can shoot out laser beams from parts of his body. He <laughs> <earned> this... <laughs> no. Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he learned this ability sometime between his banishment and his return. He can also expel lightning from his fingertips. Uh, when Frank returned from banishment to confront Chin Chin, he utilized a very long and cringeworthy intro that annoyed the Dark Lord and possibly made him weaker. The Dark Lord being Chin Chin, by the way. Yes. For yeah. anyone who's confused. Okay. Uh, Which is understandable s- if you are. <laughs> yep, sorry. By summoning an amp, Frank plays Drake songs in order to depress his opponents and have them thinking about their exes. <laughs> of course. When this was used against Chin Chin, he tried to open some stupid bitch ass portal that he couldn't even get through to flee the battle. So, in addition to firing a laser beam, Frank can also throw singular blue energy balls. So, kind of like Lucario. Yeah. Uh, Frank can also spray a blue liquid like substance from his crotch. Don't ask questions, kids. <laughs> This is used against Chin Chin when Frank first returns from the rice fields. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of one of the um, one of the in jokes mm. is that because there was a, a video that he made about um, saying things in uh, different languages. Yes, and a lot yeah. of it was just like rehashed stuff, but it was done to the point where it's actually hilarious. Yes, so that was the one thing. It's like oh, well, how to say something in like Japanese, and it's just him. With like one of those uh, straw hats, and he's sitting there. He's like, "Welcome to the rice fields, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's it's very. He's very. Um, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Anti. Um, uh political politically correct. Oh yes. So, yeah. so yes. Incorrect. But yeah, he's very politically incorrect. Yes, as he has claimed in the past. Yeah. But here are some rumors. Mm-hmm. Um, Filthy Frank has the ability to make people see disturbing images by giving them a unique look, ra- either in person or over a video. But it is yet to be confirmed. He, uh, Frank has shown an extreme yes. love for the sweet life of Zach and Cody. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Talking about a blast from the past. Yeah, no kidding. The show is rumored to be a god to Frank. Despite the only proof of this was he defending the show over someone saying minor slurs such as the Holocaust wasn't real. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so fucked up. The complete non sequitur. Uh, he once uploaded a video called I Saw Santa Claus in which he claimed that a man dressed up as Santa had shot him in the kneecaps. <laughs> Earlier, Santa's brother has reportedly shot a kid and an old man in the kneecaps, but he claims that this was in Florida, so it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Florida jokes. Nah, I, I love them. I love them. Yeah, it seems like every other state likes to do them, and yet here we are bragging in the winter like when we have all the sun. Yeah, but I still hate it. <laughs> yeah, it's still, it, it feels like it, it's, it's still a monster. Yeah, because it still feels like a summer. 
<laughs> so here's some trivia about it. So his fan base has either been dubbed Filipinos or Bromosomes. <laughs> in my head, in my head, Filipinos, Filipinos. Oh my god! And here's the thing: my head writer Jing, she says, "I am Filipino, and I have no idea about this fan base. Just saying." <laughs> uh, like he's a big hip hop and rap fan, as we all know. He occasionally tweets doodles on his Twitter account. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, he used to he used to be a longtime worshiper of the Dark Lord Chin Chin. From time to time, he'll record his videos while not wearing any pants. Uh, he has a PhD in severe internet retardation. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we know a lot of people that have that. Yeah, right. Uh, Frank has his own laboratory where he does research, although all his research shows little to no progress. Uh, he has fucked an old lady before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to get into that. Nah, uh, I'm good. He has an evil double named Fake Frank, who was hired by Chin Chin to act as Frank. He will make his first appearance in Logan's rebooted show Thomas Cartoons. Uh, Filthy Frank had claimed from a tweet that Tit Job is his biological brother. Uh, this is impossible, as Tit, jo Tit Job's dad is believed to be Prometheus. Oh, Prometheus. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know, Prometheus is like this, as his name implies, looks like a Greek god. This man is fit as hell. And uh, he he made his like popular debut when he like threw a trash can on top of uh, Pink Guy. Ba and also back when Pink Guy somehow associated with Chin Chin. Yeah, yeah, this is way back. This that was that was the video that like more or less started the lore, wasn't it? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. So you say that the the trash can weighed like twelve tons. Yes. And yes. crushed pink guy's spine. <laughs> uh, in filthy Frank versus Chin Chin, it was revealed that Frank himself is possibly a peace lord. Frank was once raped in the ass by Red Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy. No, Tommy. The wrong Red Ranger. Oh. Hello. Tommy was the Zeo Red Ranger. I thought it was, so wasn't it Jason? Yeah, it was Jason. 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 <laughs> Here we are uh, sitting blaming Tommy. I'm so sorry, Tommy. <laughs> um and why drones suck? Frank was seen killing white drone in a negative 30 million CH. Uh, this is impossible as a fact that it was claimed that he was born only at least 400,000 CH and that, that at the time he was a weak individual. Mm -hmm. Some fans theorize that Frank probably forgot when he was born, so he just said that he was born at least 400,000 chromosomes ago. Yeah, they, they do um, measurements of time with chromosomes. Uh, somehow Frank believed that he was raised by an orange and a banana. <laughs> it would make sense. Uh, in 420 Blaze It in Japanese, he once fused with Jingle Balls. <laughs> 420 Blaze It. Uh, in I Hate Social Medias, Chin Chin once fought on Frank's side as he was being physically abused by Facebook and Twitter. Uh, an evil narrator, Frank once had narrator sex with David Attenborough. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Frank seems to really love caveman music. Whatever that means. 
Well, it's basically just like, like playing. Sounds about right. Okay. He, he, he did that in his video. It's like saying, you know how people are like, I can't believe this generation that don't like this music. I like older music. He basically went on a whole rant about people that say that. <laughs> you know, back in my day, we had the Beatles and we had Queen and wow, all this trap music. This is a piece of shit. And he basically said, oh, that's like saying way back in the day we had caveman music. And the cavemen were saying, you know, Ugh liked caveman music. And now I don't like blues. <laughs> <laughs> oh kate miles davis um uh <laughs> steve harvey once attempted to rape him but steve ended being beaten up and raped by safari man instead oh safari man yeah that was uh harvey <laughs> safari man's kind of a fun one uh, for strange reasons, Frank mentioned Alaskan pipeline multiple times throughout the episodes, despite the fact that we never see it on screen. Frank is somehow able to stand away completely from vomiting after eating disgusting stuff, as seen in the Cake Trilogy in the Batsu game. Mm -hmm. uh, however, he's not able to stand from eating poisonous mushrooms. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the thing that I always found interesting about those videos, is that... Those are the ones that he did with iDubs and MaxMofo and How To Basic. Yeah. Everybody else always ends up throwing up, but he yeah, never but he, throws yeah, up. But yeah, he never does. He never does. Frank seems to hate Sesame Street a lot, as he was seen insulting Oscar the Grouch in Phone Call to Sesame Street. Uh, despite the fact that Pink Guy loves animals and that he lives in Frank's apartment, Frank himself admitted once that he hates animals. Not only that, he ranted about animals. He was seen killing his pet hamster twice, and he admitted to having punched a raccoon. Yep. Oh my god! I, okay, so I guess. Oh, during, I'm not rocket. I guess during my um, my one of my D and D sessions, I made a filthy Frank reference without even make, knowing it. I mentioned something about a raccoon getting punched in New York. <laughs> oh, wow! No. I'm scared now. <laughs> <laughs> in Japan's special, uh, Frank has reportedly killed a dog in the middle of the road and claimed that it wasn't a car accident. Uh, <laughs> Frank was once raped by Santa. Well, okay. <laughs> next. next. I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, Frank has never claimed that he's a mixed race, although he's of Japanese and Australian descent. I think we already know that. Mm -hmm. uh, in most instances, he calls himself a true Asian, as seen in numerous episodes such as I Eat Ass and 420 <laughs> Blazing. Uh, in others, he rarely calls himself a white man. <laughs> Frank has even proven to have hatred among Asians, although he's very proud of being Japanese. The, the contradictory um, stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Huh? Kind of, kind of his deal as well too. Uh, Frank admitted having scratched off a random guy's nipples in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. He even showed them on his hand, which they took, which they look much rather like chocolate chips than actual nipples. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Frank's last words, as heard in Francis of the Filth, said, "It's happening. Here we go, Mama." Mama! Mama! Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, that's all I pretty much have. Filthy Frank's a very interesting one. Everything is just so insane. It's such an insanity. It really is. It's But it's fun. 
Yeah, yeah. If you're not offended by anything, obviously, and you can laugh at yourself, it's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. You know, some of his most popular, some of his more popular videos is like things he hates and people he hates mm-hmm. and types of people on the internet. Mm-hmm. He hates furries, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He hates people that take pictures of their food. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I make that joke a lot with Austin because he does that. <laughs> And I go over and I like I think I one time almost smacked the phone out of his hand and he's about to do that and I said eat, eat your damn food. He does it all the time. <laughs> he does, and I'm just like, stop, eat your food. Don't watch <laughs> it. Like, when are you gonna go back? And like, hmm, that pasta I had was pretty good. I'm gonna take a look back at it. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are, apparently Joe said there is a study going on that if you take a picture of it, it'll make your um, meal more enjoyable. I guess. I've, right, never, I've never heard of this study before. Huh. Uh, no, I haven't either. And I cook every and I cook every day, so and like, I take when, pictures. Yeah, I was gonna say, Joe, when you do so, it's not like it's because like you make it yourself. So it's like like you're proud of it. Yeah, it's like, hey, look what yeah. I made. Austin's like, I ordered this to the restaurant, guys. Look at it. <laughs> Whoa, man! <laughs> I got ramen noodles again. I'm like I, I'm I'm busting his chops because I love yeah, him. Obviously. But it's, yeah, obviously. Yeah, but it's just like I I really want to smack the phone out of his hands. Just like eat your damn food. <laughs> he also <laughs> hates uh, girls that say that they have guy friends, and uh, he also hates people that like always say that they're travelers and they take pictures of wherever they travel. Oh, oh yeah, and the other one that he did too is he hates um oh shit I I had it and I lost it ah he hates um oh people who say they were born in the wrong generation. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if I, I wish I was born in the '80s because the music was a lot better than it is now. It or is. Well, okay, then here we go. Prime <laughs> example, ladies and gentlemen, Alex. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not lying. I mean, it's true. To be fair, there is a lot of music that was a better than what we got today, but. I don't. I don't feel as if I was born in the wrong generation. I was yeah. born in the '90s. That's my favorite. That's right. That's yeah. right, 90s kids over here. Hell yeah. Yep. Yeah, but even then, I mean, just this year we found out that Drake is now more popular than the Beatles. So obviously he's the greatest artist of all time. So this generation is the best music, apparently, <laughs> in terms I, of sales. In terms of sales, but it's yeah. not It's not about the sales. It's about the soul, man. It's about the songs, man. Yeah. Well, which even which, – which, I will admit, Drake's songs are actually pretty good. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I I'm just not a fan. That's just me. Well, I mean, if, if if you like it, cool. Yeah. And me, I'm just like nah. I'm good. Yeah, we'll, we'll stick with we'll stick with our particular genres then. No. Yeah. All right, guys. So that's gonna be it for us tonight for yeah. Filthy Frank. Um, not necessarily not a whole lot of information on him, but just some some good old fashioned memories and some good fantastic abilities that he has that made all of us laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be sad that there's not gonna be any more sacrifices to Chin Chin now. Well, we well, who knows? They, he may be saying this now, but he might make a what do they call it? A nostalgic appearance. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because you know how everything has to be nostalgic now. Oh, so, yeah. so maybe maybe they'll do like a YouTube live too. Oh and, no! Oh god! And they'll Please bring no. and, and they'll bring all the ki- and they'll bring all the characters back. Like, hey, remember Pink Guy? And he'll <laughs> do it just like, oh, hey, we'll pay you a million dollars. Will you do it? That was like the biggest botched event in yeah. like history. 
And then Psycho Dad comes out to paint guys like, what ails you? What ails you? <laughs> uh, that reminds me real quick that I did something really stupid. That Uh-oh. was another Filthy Frank reference. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, sometimes when, uh, well, they don't, I don't think they put them on the, uh, on the cups anymore, but on Moe's, they, when you get their, uh, drinks and whatnot, or maybe like something in their, one of their bags, they have something where they talk about their catering. And it was like those one thing where it says, I wish Moe's would cater my blank. So <laughs> I put in my own answer saying, I wish Moe's would cater my chin chin sacrifice. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I just thought about hmm, how fun would that be. <laughs> Let's see the response, and if you get it back, you'd say Fil- "TV filthy Frank." Here, look at this. Yeah, I would. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so but, that was fun. Yeah, that was a lot that of was fun. Cool. Yeah, and thank you, thank you, <laughs> Cinema Nippon, for coming on, Eli. Thank you. Uh, you yeah. want to plug? You want to plug your stuff before we head off? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for having me on. Uh, you guys, you guys are great. Um, <laughs> awesome. So yeah, if if you want to check us out, um, wherever you're listening, you can find us on YouTube at Cinema Nippon. That's N I P P O N. I said PP. Um, <laughs> and I don't know. Hey, hey. Maybe, maybe someday. Maybe I. I'm like I said, I'm only one half of the show, so I don't know if I could subject uh, my wife to literally hundreds of videos of Filthy Frank, but maybe one day <laughs> oh, we could do a deep it'll lore be just analysis. Like of your marriage, it'll be a test. <laughs> uh, you should have you put that in your wedding vows. Yeah. <laughs> well, I okay. See. See that's that's the thing though is that I was I was a late adopter for for Papa Franco actually so I didn't I didn't know about him when we got married. Um, oh, okay. oh yeah. okay, okay. So I, I don't know. Um, maybe if we ever get them our, our vows renewed, <laughs> I'll, I'll slip that in there. <laughs> there you go. But anyway, because that'd be great. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, for, so for those of you that are on YouTube, I'm going to put the link to his uh, channel in the description box. And even at the end of the episode, you will see a little um, thumbnail on top of the video that lets you actually click on it. And then you can Ooh. check out all of his Japanese stuff. I've uh, been in a couple of his videos. Yes, I did yes. the April Fool's video where we talked about an Italian film instead of a Japanese film. Oh, uh, that's very fitting. Yeah, Sacco yes. and Venzetti. Uh, for those of you who don't know, they were very racist. America was very racist to Italians way back mm. in the 1910s. Like they, oh, cons- yeah, they dude. did not consider Italians white people. Yeah, no, so, they, were, they were super racist. Yeah, and I was like, oh, and then the World War II happened, and it's like, oh, it's even worse. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, uh, next time around, we are going to be talking about down the rabbit hole, the the inspiration for this entire show. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, Frederick, by the way, has gotten over two hundred thousand subs as of this recording. Wait, who so, uh, uh, down the rabbit hole. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So, uh, he won't be on as a guest because I have interviewed him once, and I will talk about my experiences when I talked with him. And plus, some of the guys that are coming on for that show are really into the um, the channel itself. So, we're gonna bring up some old good memories and of of how it, how the whole journey started. And for those of you that are listening on all of our podcasting platforms, I want to to introduce you to something new that happened. So Anchor has now 
uh, put what's called listener support. So if you're listening to us on Anchor, or if you happen to be listening on any podcasting platforms, um, first of all, thank you very much for doing that. We've gotten over hundreds of people already watching us on the podcasting sites, Spotify in particular and Anchor in particular. We get a shit amount of people that uh, listen. So thank you guys every single time that you listen. And if you want to contribute to the show, uh, if you want to help support and maintain or improve, help us improve the show, all you got to do is be a supporter. So all you got to do is go to tap the link in this episode's description that I'm going to put down. Uh, in the description, it will say uh, the, the link to donate or the, the it will say where to donate and then the link will show up or you can go to anchor.fm slash Joe Dini and there will the Legends of the Internet um, podcast platform be and then you can click the you can find out how to donate there and then you can help uh, you can help support us monthly and if you do that like I said it will help improve the show and main, help us maintain it and we'll keep going strong and we'll keep getting better but I can't thank you guys enough. You guys are very outstanding fans. I, I can't tell you the amount of pe- times I stream. You guys are kick-ass. I love you all. Um, you guys are the best. You're the pretty, best. Pretty awesome people. No one's going to ever keep you down. No. Uh, but anyway, well, we'll catch you guys next time. And have a good rest of your day. Uh, for those of you that are um, on YouTube, like and subscribe for us. And if you're on podcasting platforms, rate us and uh, give us a review. Tell us what you think of it. And yeah. we'll see you guys later. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 B